Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, our Hot Topics are brought to you by Factory Rep Lines. Are you guys excited about the new Pokemon game? Oh, so excited. I'm excited for one reason. You know why I'm excited, Slim, for Pokemon? I mean, I'm very excited to find out <laughs> why you're excited for something that, as I was speaking, it was hoping you would both say no. But now that we're in it, let's just sink into it. Kevin, why are you excited for the new Pokemon game? Because I heard a song that is all about Pokemon. And I'm not even sure it's for the new game. Or I, I think it is because they're celebrating a 25th anniversary of Pokemon, Correct. right? With the ah. new game. And Post Malone redid Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes, he did. Only want to be with you. Yes, he did. And it's wonderful. It sounds so oh, nice. great. I, I saw that yesterday, but I did, or yeah, maybe yesterday, but I didn't I didn't listen to it. And you loved it, huh? I, I did. And Darius Rucker just said, man, can't stop smiling. Thanks for redoing this song. That's cool. It, it was really cool. And it just sounds good. And the best part about it is, like, you start playing the song, and it's just... It's pretty true to the original with a little different sound, a little Post Malone sound to it, mm-hmm. but it has the video game sound. We come from different worlds. You like to laugh at me when I look at other girls. Sometimes you're crazy, and you wonder why. I'm such a baby because cowboys make me cry. But there's nothing I can do. Kevin, He's got a Darius sound to him, does he not? Kevin, it is so funny you bring this up. I mean, we are now so far from where I had planned to be right now, which <laughs> oh, is I fine. I apologize. <laughs> because I, I love Hootie and the Blowfish so yeah. much. They are, they are my junior high in a nutshell. Just love them. So when this came out, where the, the, my house is big Post Malone fans. So the killer combo of those two things for me, I was very nervous listening, and I listened to it all day It yesterday. was great. So it's so right? funny wow. you said yeah. that. And it's really, did they only have the video game sounds at the beginning? Yeah, Kev, it's just right. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? Oh, there, you go. there, you go. there it is. <laughs> That's cool. And I thought they were going to drop it in throughout, and I was they, like, okay, we'll see. They but have no, it, it. Well done. Kev, I believe there is a musical interlude there where they have a couple more, and I could sit here and sip through and try to find it. But what I would say is if you even at all like that Hootie and the Blowfish song, I, I, even if you don't like Post Malone, which is totally fair and fine, sure, sure. you'll enjoy this cover. Covers are just great. It, covers are great. And it's in honor of Pokemon's 25th anniversary where you can now get excited because they announced the new game today, which we are just thrilled for. But I will say this, parents... That's a good thing to put on the list. If you have a young kid, they're yeah. probably going to be excited about it. Do you want to be cool mom and dad today? Bring it up to them. Because you're going to shock them if you all of a sudden go, Hey, yeah. hey, you excited about the new Pokemon <laughs> Legends, Acreus? And they're going to look at you and say, My mom and dad are the <laughs> hippest people in the world. It may have been mentioned at my house. You know, I've obviously young boys, they were like, Oh, never really played the game, but I'm interested in the new game. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, Post Malone, dad. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, okay, sure. You'll I'll... be cool. Now, I'm, I'm going to transition so eloquently to Pokemon was on television. 
Do you know what else was on television and still is? Shark Tank. There you go. There's your smooth and effortless transition from Pokemon to Shark Tank. Kevin James brought something up earlier, our Kevin James, and I have not stopped thinking about it since he mentioned that he is binge-watching Shark Tank on Hulu, starting back in season one, where he also mentioned a guy who was a shark that I had forgot all about, Kevin Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kev, here's what I wanted to ask you, because you have watched now on and off, you said maybe seven, eight seasons? I think I just started season eight. Okay. My question for you would be, has there been anything in your binge watching of the original episodes of Shark Tank that you saw and said, oh my goodness, I didn't realize this came from Shark Tank? Um, oh, wow. Bombas? The socks? Bombas. Oh, really? Okay. Those socks are extremely popular now. And just watching, and maybe I knew that it was a Shark Tank product, but going back and watching the episode is really fun. I saw the Squatty Potty episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squatty Potty is one of the most Hang on. famous Squatty ones. Squatty Potty is from Shark Tank? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not realize. Okay, see, Kev, I did not realize that. And, yeah, that, they, and what's the sponge one that's also from there? Kept, Scrub Daddy? Scrub Daddy. With the I face, have not yeah. seen the Scrub Daddy episode. Now, it's very possible that it was already on and I missed it. Sure. Because a lot of times I would just let it run. Oh, sure. And on Hulu, it ne- doesn't stop after three, three episodes. It just keeps going. Gotcha. So I will sleep all night sometimes. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and I'll wake up and I'll be five episodes, past, you know, or whatever. How many ever hours passed? And I'm like, oh, well, no biggie. But... I just because I'll just go back and watch it again if I want to. No big. I don't really care. I'm just kind of all over the place with the Shark Tank. That show, though, the changes it has made are unreal. Watching that show grow over the years has been interesting because originally no Mark Cuban, no right. Lori Grenier, who I think are two of the best on there, obviously. Yes. Yep. And they came on as a guest mark cuban came on i think as a guest in season two. Oh wow and he was good and then Lori came on as a guest as well and, and she was good and they were like hmm you can just see the wheels turning where they thought we should get these guys on tv all the time and then they did and it made them well even it made the show 10 times better and then mr wonderful used to be he was never really a jerk. And then you can just see, like, season four. Started to turn they, a little bit. Yeah, they must have been getting reviewed. You know, you can just see how it's like, okay, expert, you know, we're talking to consultants, and they're saying what we need to do is highlight Mr. Person, Mr. Wonderful's personality and be more of a jerk. And then there are episodes where it's so bad. Where he is so mean. That's funny. Just trying to make the transition. Yeah, Yeah. and then it's like, okay, then you can see the next season that he backs off of it to where he is now. He's like the, you know, he still will be brutal, but I mean, they have fun with it though because now they've found the groove, you know, and and it's just fun to watch the show change over all the times. But there was just a couple seasons where I think season four maybe was the one where he's just like starts to be mean. And he's like, this is ridiculous. This is the worst idea I've ever seen. You're <laughs> dead to me. Oh, yeah. And, and then, <laughs> yeah. Which he still does now, but yeah. in more of a joking way. Right. But like then he was just a jerk. And the other sharks would get so mad at him. Like, just be nice. And he's like, no. <laughs> this is what they need to hear. They need to be told the truth so they don't waste their time and effort on this product. Yeah. So it's <sighs> been a very fun thing to watch oh, the man. changing of that show, which I believe is now 12 seasons. Uh, here, are, here are the top uh, five. 
top five most successful products. Okay. Bombas is number one. Scrub Daddy, two. Squatty Potty, three. So we've covered the top three. Simply Fitboard was number four. Oh, seen that one. And I think that's the one you twist on. I'm pretty sure. It has looks like a little ball on the bottom, and you just go boop, 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 boop. And the original Comfy. There you go. There's your top five. I the think original that's, that, Comfy. That's is the, that like a... It's like, uh, what's the other one? What's the, the other? Snuggie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a wearable blanket with a hood. Well, and it's great, and you watch some of the ideas that pop up on there, and I've now gone to the, I can't remember the name of the website, but it's a site that Shark Tank, like, then and now, discusses all the products, because that's what I do. Every company, I'll see something, I'll be like, oh, whatever happened to them? Yes, Kevin. so old. The the follow-up shows are great. Yeah, and so I just have been doing the research, because, you know, like, from season two, it's interesting to see what turned into this business, and so many of them are out of business, mm-hmm. or you know, they've done okay. There's ones where the sharks said no to them, and then they've grown into big things, and you're like, it's fun to watch. Yeah, my wife and I do the same thing. We immediately Google, what? Let's check out how that company's doing now, or did they ever get? You know, they got a deal, but did they make money out of it? And right, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's been addicting. Let's say say that. Yeah, Jay and Kevin's hot topics. <laughs> Topics. By the way, the first ever pitch on Shark Tank, Mr. Todd's Pie Factory. Yep. How are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mr. Todd, Slim, I looked it up, and of course I don't remember now because it cracked me up. Mr. Todd's Pies had made, I think, like $6,000 in a year in sales, which now they would just laugh at and be like, what? Why are you here? And then they were like, oh, okay, not bad, not bad. <laughs> and I was like, wow, the show's changed. I see something about a lawsuit from 2017. I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, congratulations, Mr. Todd. Yeah. We do have a list that your name would be great to be on, not, not lawsuits. The ACM nominees came out today. Oh, nice. That's right. The list of nominees for the 2021 ACMs is out. Let's play a quick round of knee-jerk reaction. Okay. <laughs> like this. We start with Entertainer of the Year. Again, knee-jerk reaction. Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton. Who is going to an entertainer of the year and a year where no one entertained? God, that's hilarious now that you think about that. Kevin? Yeah, I mean, what? There were concerts through March? Uh, end of February, yeah. So you get a whole couple months. Uh, of those people, the most entertaining was? I got nothing. Um, Thomas? No. Luke Bryan. I'm going to give Luke Bryan it because Luke entertained me the most on social media after that's the one I would say everything too. shut down. Female Artist of the Year. Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Marin Morris, Carly Pierce. Who is the Female Artist of the Year? Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. Knee-jerk reaction. The ACM nominees were announced today for the upcoming ACM Awards due to hit in April. Male Artist of the Year, Ooh. Dirks Bentley, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton. Boys, knee-jerk reaction. Man, I wanted to say Thomas Rhett, but I think I'm going to say Luke Combs. I feel like Luke had a new song every 20 minutes. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have even Luke. thought. Like, Thomas Rhett, I feel like, two years ago. Yep. Dirks Bentley, I feel like, six years ago. Yep. Church is in the mix and I don't know that Sta- – I can never tell you if Stapleton has new music or not. I have no clue. Oh, yeah. You know what? And I, Eric Church 
is another fair one where he started doing the same thing that Luke Combs was doing, which was releasing all of his songs from his this yeah. double album or triple album, excuse me, where he started releasing like every couple weeks he would release a song from one of the albums. So that, I forgot about that. I'm going to give it to Eric Church. Duo of the year. I'm jammed with you with Luke Combs. Duo of the year. Brooks and Dunn. Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay, knee jerk reaction, fellas. Dan and Shay, Maddie and Tay, just to rhyme. Group of the year, Lady A. Ooh, that'll be their first time nominated. Okay, because I think before it was so. This is the first Lady A nominee. Little Big Town, Old Dominion, Cadillac Three, The High Women. Lady A. I don't think they're the High Women. No, I think that's actually right, Kev. I think that's, is that Miranda's I thing? I thought it was the Highway Women. What was it? Is it called the High Women? Oh. Uh, that, that's how it's listed here on, on people.com, oh, so I'm hoping that, that they're right. <laughs> I think that okay. is right, actually. Yeah. I thought it was my, my bad. Uh, I don't remember who <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, okay. Little Big Town, because right. they had the best song to fit a quarantine Yeah, called The Wine. The, the beer, the, the whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> All right. These two <laughs> my categories. My friend named Jack. <laughs> These two categories are fun. <laughs> female art, new female artist of the year and male, male female, new male artist of the year. New male, female of the year. What Whoa. are we talking about? New male hey, and female artist of the year. Bro. Let's start Mr. Potato with- Head, no Pota- longer a mister. <laughs> hey. Did you hear about that? Yeah, Mr. Potato, the Potato Heads are now a nuclear nuclear family. And I'm wondering what the alternative was as they were making that decision because they had to go one of two ways, right? We make them a nuclear family or we add pieces to differentiate. <laughs> I think what they said. Where would they... those pieces have ended up? Yeah. Nose, eyes, ears? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. Female vocalist or female artist of the year? New female artist of New the year. Female, yep. Ingrid New. Andrus, Tennille Arts, oh. Gabby Barrett, Mickey Guyton, oh. Kaylee Hammock. Oh, boy. It's between two for me, Ingrid and Gabby. As much as I love Ingrid Andrus, and I do think her album was the greatest, mm-hmm. she didn't really do that well on the radio. I'm going to give it to Gabby Barrett. I think it should be Gabby Barrett, so I'm going to pick that. New male artist of the year. Knee-jerk reactions, ACM nominees. Jimmy Allen, Travis Denning, Hardy, Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum. Jimmy Allen. Yeah, Jimmy. For sure, Jimmy. For sure. And then let me hit you with this one. I never remember. Is song of the year or single of the year the one that's about the actual music you hear? Song of the year is the one is about the, song. the songwriter. Yeah, right. Is yeah. And single. So, so we went single, right? Single is about. I want the I want the song because I want the lyrics. You want okay. the, you want the one that goes you know to the me. writer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here you go, buddy boy. Okay. This is for <laughs> you, KJ. Boy. So this is Let's what see. was the best written song of Correct. the year is what this yep. award yeah. is. Bluebird, Miranda Lambert, One Night Standards, Ashley McBride. Some people do. Old Dominion. Starting over, Chris Stapleton. And The Bones by Marin Morris. Kevin, Eugene James, man who lets the music oh tickle hey. his emotions. Which it's of a, those is the song of the year? Runaway winner for me. Uh, some people do. Uh, that that song is 
really, really well written. Not always necessarily my favorite song to hear because there's because it was slow. so good. Like yeah. you know, just because it was so powerful. Like, like man. Then there was times I loved hearing it, but it, it's a yeah, it's a great song. Oh man, that was a really good category. Yeah, it is. We had, we had some well written songs this year, which also would be super cool if they won that award because you know who would go up on stage and accept it? Thomas Rhett. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he write that with Shane McAnally, if I'm right? Tom, I think Thomas, Shane McAnally, and uh, Matthew Ramsey. From well, yeah, of course he did. Mr. Tom, Tom Rhett. Tom? <laughs> Tom. Hey, Tommy, what's up? Tommy boy. Uh, well, congratulations, Tom Rhett. You are a great songwriter. In Old Dominion, you guys are a great singing songwriters. So there you go. There are some of the ACM nominees. Those awards are coming up in April. I get excited for award season. So th- there you have it. Discuss amongst your discuss that amongst uh, yourself all week. Kane, Kane Brown still gets shut out. That that's Let's the, see, the big story every year if... is will Kane Brown ever get nominated for Ooh. an ACM? Okay. Let me see. I'm looking here for the category of video game streamer, country music video game streamer of the year. They do not have that award yet, so he's not on that. Kevin James, Video of the Year, Worldwide Beautiful, Kane Brown. Okay. Oh, wow. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Stop it. It's free parking at the Deer Park Park? Yeah. Free parking? Yeah. Whoa, how many parking spots at the Deer Park Park? 412. 412 spots? Kevin James. And the Deer Park Park is only a few blocks from where Bruce grew up. That's fact. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. We always have the Friday crew on in the 6 o'clock hour, uh, just kind of a Friday list of whatever the question might be. And today was, what was the website that the guys were most likely to be on? And Bruce had mentioned he was being funny with the whole play on words with Webb. And he said Jack Webb, which you said you had to look up, correct, Slim? You had never heard that name before? Never. I did not know who that was. And Kevin, did you know that he was from Dragnet? Did you know that? name um yes i never have seen dragnet but i did know that that's what he was from yeah joe friday and he's been uh emulated a lot slim i have his voice i want you to listen to this voice tell me if you like it maybe we do son don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied they all have you know about different things and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do Let's talk poverty. Most places in the world, that's not a problem. It's a way of life. And rights, they're liable to give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. How about that guy's voice? Well, he's a lot more tough guy sounding than I thought he would be. I kind of thought he would be, no, we're doing those, like, announcer style. Oh, no, he's like, uh, he's the no baloney guy. He's the, right kind there. Kind John Wayne sound. Yeah, he's, he's, he's teaching the kids of the 50s, which, by the way, kind of act speech could probably work today, actually. But, yeah, he's... Uh, he had a great voice, and he always talked so fast that you had to pay attention to what he said. But his voice is awesome, isn't it? It's a, a cool, unique sound that doesn't really exist today. Yeah, I think that's I, I, fair. I can't think of someone who talks like that in movies or TV shows. It's almost monotone. He reminds me of Dan Aykroyd for some reason, and I don't know why that is. If I it think was a Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd played yeah, somewhere Kev, along th- the line. I feel like, well, Aykroyd was in Dragnet, right, in the remake? Was he not? I think he was. I don't know. I didn't know there was a remake. I'm pretty sure at some point, and I'd have to check to see if I'm right, Dan Aykroyd just, played just Joe Friday. S- 
style. Okay, maybe that's why I think it, because I just have heard he sounded kind of like Dan Aykroyd, which also does not apply to today. Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd, I don't think, is current, really. Yes, Dan Aykroyd, 1987, played in the movie. He played Joe Friday. Yeah. So there you go. It's been a second. (laughs) 87? Well, Yeah. yeah, which was also, by the way, 30 years after Jack Webb played it. Been around. The character's been around a minute. Anyway, I thought I wanted I wanted to share his voice with you because he, the way he talks and just just the facts, ma'am. So, Jay, you are big on cop shows. You love Chicago. What's that called? Chicago, Chicago PD. PD. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is one of your favorites. It it is a show that I have seen an episode or two of because it has been on. Is it the Ion Network? Yes. Okay, Ion Network is one of those that you get for free. Yes, over over the air, and it's one that. My one TV, I don't have anything on it, so I just turn it on to whatever the, the regular channels are. And it has been on that a lot. And at Chicago PD, cool show, easily a show I could get into. Yeah, and, they, and they'll run like a whole day's worth, Kevin. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, the other day, they were running Hawaii Five O. I saw they just that started I believe that. that you loved as well, right? Yeah, they just started running those episodes again. I don't know if they just like, you know, bought into that or what they did, but. That's a brand new thing that they just started running that. I did not realize that Hawaii Five O was the Fast and Furious of TV shows. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is the fakiest. Oh, it's unreal. I, I had no clue. I just thought it was going to be like all the other cop shows where, you know, it was just, you just fall in love with the characters, but the rest of the show is basically the same. No. They straight up do the fakiest stuff, and I loved it. It's funny because I, I had watched that show for a while, and when I went back, when they started running those on, on the Ion Network, I started I watched some of them again. I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I still like this. And I said to my wife, I don't remember the acting on this show being this bad. Like, it's very cheesy. Yo, for sure. Super I, cheesy, and just the action scenes oh, are unreal. Yeah. Where it's like, come It's straight on. up, here we are in Hawaii, and whatever else doesn't matter. Yes, and the plot lines were fun or whatever, yeah. but just the stuff they would have happen in one episode, I was like, that was so <laughs> completely unbelievable and great job. They just seemed to own the fact that it was unbelievable. And the good news is it's kind of like that Shark Take thing because they run it so often, you just throw the episodes on in the background and sure. let them roll through. It's half pay attention, but I, I had never, I wanted to report to you on that because I know that yeah. you liked Hawaii Five-0. It was my first time seeing it. Very hilarious. Yeah, it's funny how you go back and you watch something and you realize, why did I like that so much? I'm not sure that was worth it. And that- yeah, but it's it's entertaining. It's like Fast and Furious where they just own the fact that, listen, we know this is completely unrealistic. Yeah. That's what makes it awesome. Also, it's not very taxing on your mind. No. Although the episode I saw was pretty taxing. <laughs> The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I met the President of the United States. Kevin James. Once built a storage shed from lumber, I took off from my property, had had trees that took off my property, and had cut into wood, lumber. Easier done than said. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Final thoughts. They're kicked off by Slim. Okay, I'm going to need you guys to help me out with this. Text line can help me out with this as well because I need a little vote. I had a moment yesterday where I went and picked something up and I ordered the item on my phone, 
got to the place in my car, paid for it by double-clicking something on my phone, and had truly no interaction with anybody. And I just kind of thought that was convenient, but also was it? And I then now I'm the old person who thinks we're being taken over by machines. (laughs) Do you boys opt for that, or do you opt into at least in a transaction doing something that involves human interaction? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's I was a- all the way free of human interaction. I mean, I'm talking all the way. The only thing for human interaction was someone said this. Sean? <laughs> and I walked up and grabbed the item and then just walked out. There was zero human interaction. It was very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the human interaction as long as... Like, I love the convenience, but I, I wouldn't mind a little bit more human interaction in that situation. I, I, yeah. But I do like the convenient part of the having it ready. That's nice. I really enjoy most of that, Slim, where it's whether it's the grocery <laughs> pickup or whatever, where it's just really easy and convenient. But I did something yesterday that I haven't done in over a year. I went into a bank. Whoa. And I walked into the bank, <laughs> and I thought, okay, I've enjoyed the process of depositing stuff either mobily or you know, putting cash in the cash machine. Mm-hmm. And, and Like, I've enjoyed all that. But I went in yesterday, and I had to have help from one of the bank tellers, and she was awesome. And I just thought, oh, I kind of missed that interaction. Yeah. It was yep. just really nice. Yeah. And it was kind of weird. But, and I think maybe it was because I haven't done it for so long. Now, if I had to do it all the time, probably would be not that great. Yeah, you mean like you used to have to do? Yeah, so I want to mix a both. That, I, I'm not fair. willing to give up either one. If, if hopefully that's okay to be greedy. No, that makes sense. I do think that the last year of our lives has also affected my opinion on that. Where I was getting a lot more human interaction in general, and now that that's kind of going away, the moments where I am out, you do feel like you should have to speak to someone. Yes, no I, I think question. that might be. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, obviously, that's changed how you've. How you viewed it before, it was a pain. Now you're like, you're kind of craving it a little bit. Because, yeah, two years ago, I mean, two years ago, fellas, if <laughs> I had gone into that same Mod Pizza and ordered my wonderful pizza, build your own with anchovies and pepperoni oh, and wow. mushrooms and a red onion and some pineapple, I would have been very happy just to walk in, hear someone yell my name and grab the bag and walk right out. That would have been fine. But I was just looking at the gal like, do you want to say, hey, how you doing? You want to chat? <laughs> yeah, did you want to ask me Honestly, anything? <laughs> who, who who are you planning on voting for in the upcoming senatorial campaign debate? Happy trails to Let's just say that the curtain has come down on yet another miserable performance. Kevin, we didn't get to your final thought. Do you have one you'd like to share on the way out? Um, I don't remember what I was going to say, and so it must not have been that important. I will pass on to you the ABC storage signs. Uh, both sides I got in the last 24 hours. Uh, the one, they're just thinking today. It just makes you think. They're not really jokes. The first one says in two days, it'll be the day after tomorrow. And the second one, yeah, right? And the second yeah. one, their buy one, get one offer is get one at full price. Get the second one at regular price. Oh, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> if you say it fast enough, you might just think you're getting a bargain. It sounds super tricky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, guys, thanks for being here all week. That was fantastic. If you were and if you weren't, then thanks anyway. 
Uh, we will see you on Monday. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 